Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Take a man podcast from Odyssey Sports. That's Logan Paulson. I am Craig Hoffman. Uh, don't forget, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast because now we're coming into your feed more frequently. Bonus episodes on the quote unquote off days. I guess they're not really off days if we're giving you an episode, but little quick five minute hits uh, answering your questions, which you can leave not only on YouTube at 1067 The Fan or at Craig Hoffman, but you can leave his reviews. Uh, we're checking the reviews on Apple Podcasts as well. So basically, anyway, you can get in touch with us. You get us a question, uh, and we might answer it on a, on a bonus episode that you get if you are subscribed to this podcast. All right, Logan, last but not least, talked a lot about what's going on inside. What's going on outside? Uh, yeah. We've seen Emmanuel Forbes have a, have a pick six because, of course, we have. Uh, we've seen Terry McLaurin uh, burn Emmanuel Forbes because, of course, we have. Yeah. Uh, we've seen Dotson make some plays. We've seen uh, Cam Curl. Uh, he had another pick today actually on Dotson. So we, we've started to see this, mm. these you know outside battles really heat up. It's really fun. There's so much talent. Uh, overarching themes, big takeaways, emerging patterns. What you got? Yeah, I mean, I think um... – you know, Jahan looks like Jahan. He's like very, you know, he's catching three or four balls of practice. He's catching a kind of a varied route tree. Um, you know, he, he's got that great route running savvy, which is awesome. Uh, Logan Thomas is the other guy that sticks out to me in that pass mm. catching group. You know, he just, just doing a great job, man. Like really understanding zones, making contested catches. A guy that I, again, like we've talked about him in OTA. He's kind of continued his OTA progression to now. And, you know, I'm excited to see what he brings because he seems to have a really good, like, Kelsey-esque feel for the offense. Meaning, like, you know, there's a level of flexibility that Kelsey has in the offense to kind of make the concept right. And not everybody can do that because they can't think of football in that way. And I think Logan Thomas has shown that ability. Um, you know, uh, uh, Curtis Samuel has only had like one big catch. I think it was on Friday. It was a nice route, kind of in an isolation situation. Good job. Um, Cole Turner, I think, is a guy that's done a nice job and very consistent. And a guy that I think is moving way better, looks kind of more like the most athletic kind of freak of the group is Curtis Hodges. Like he's doing some stuff from a route running standpoint that is very, very high level in terms of stems and releases. And the thing with him is he's not finishing plays the way he needs to finish plays. Like he's had some nice catches, but he's also had some drops. And I think if he wants to make that varsity and kind of be that mismatch weapon, like he's winning one-on-ones versus second string corners, you know, and that's tough to do for tight ends. He's, you know, no one can really match up with him, but he's got to finish the play. So that's the tight end room. Um, 
then I think receivers like Jahan has been like excellent. Terry's been a little quiet. Obviously, there's like there was an explosive play a couple of days ago. Diami is a guy that he's has had an awesome couple shown of up. And I think one of the things about Diami that always kind of bothered me is that he didn't finish plays. So like you run a nice route, you get some separation, you drop the ball. And he's had a couple that have been maybe out of bounds or whatever, but he's come down with the ball. And to me, that's showing progress and progression and improvement in a way that gets me excited for him as the fourth guy. Dax Mills has been absolutely crushing in like a very Dax Mills type of way, like this super savvy slot route runner who understands leverages and zones and can create space. He's been very impressive in terms of third and fourth guys for a receiver battle. And then the backs, man, like, your boy Brian Robinson has been absolutely balling, catching the football really well, yeah. running excellent routes. Like. I feel like that's in some ways the story of camp. Like there's a lot of stuff that's happening, and we're obviously getting to this 36 minutes, 37 minutes into the podcast. But like in many ways, the story of camp is like, holy crap, Brian Robinson can do that. Yeah. And like he's running routes from everywhere. He look like there's been a couple of times where there's been explosive plays down the field, like pass plays down the field. And you're like, who was the receiver? That was Robinson. Right, yeah. Like he looks tall. He's lean. Like, but he's still powerful. Like, yeah. I am. I did not know. And I don't know. Like, you you watched the college tape. Yeah. Like, he didn't do this stuff at Alabama, as far as I know. Well, the thing with him is like he could do it. Like when you watched him, like when you watched his pass cut up, it was like mm -hmm. he catches. He doesn't like fight the ball. He doesn't drop a ton of balls. Sure, but that's not running routes from the slot or outside right. or, you know, but hey, I think yeah, that, just line him up at receiver. I think there was like this like this perception of him that he couldn't do that stuff because he was big and because he just didn't do it in college. But like if a guy is as natural a catcher as he was in college, you're always like, there's always a possibility. And right mm -hmm. now, I quite, quite frankly, I think he's running better routes and he's catching the football a little bit better than Antonio Gibson at the moment, you know, wow. which is kind of crazy to say. And I know Gibson's the explosive guy, but like B route had a choice the other day, which is kind of that route that every offense in the NFL runs where it's like, I can go in, I can go out. I can kind of take a slant angle and he diced up the linebacker. And I was like, I did not, that's, I, I knew you could catch the football. I knew that, but that short area suddenness, the feel for the route to set that up, that was pretty cool. And so if he keeps doing that, man, like he's going to get a lot of touches in the past game, I think, because that's, again, a, a kind of a mismatch weapon if he's in the game. So <clears throat> I think um, I've been super impressed with him. I think we've kind of cut maybe young receivers. Um, the Casimir uh, Allen is kind of getting some burn with that second group. Uh, he's starting to flash a little bit. Yeah, flash a little bit. And then number 18 from Minnesota State. I Jalen Sample. Yeah, he's actually looked good. And as a guy that can kind of sneak around and maybe make the roster. And I like the other guys a lot, but they just haven't flashed the same way. You know, they've got deficiencies in their game. So, um, Bryce so and is – go ahead. I was going to say, there's, there's a couple other receivers, though, specifically two, that come with uh, EB from Kansas That's City that point. I think are interesting. Yeah. Marcus Kemp, uh, we're 19 if you're going out to camp. Byron Pringle, we're 16 if you're out there watching. Um you know, Pringle, Pringle's made a couple of plays, had a couple of yeah. touchdowns. Kemp hasn't done as much, but he's known as like a special teams guy. When I did my roster projection, which spoiler alert, our little bonus episode that I referenced earlier is going to be uh, a look at a little, a very brief look at, at what the 53 could look like. Um, when I did my roster projection, I actually put both those guys on because oh, really? I think that the value of those positions is special teams. Like if you're the fifth receiver with the top four ahead of you, like you're yeah. not playing a ton of receiver. Um, so I don't know what Jalen sample is, for instance, as a 
uh, as, as a special teams guy. Um, but I know what Marcus Kemp is, and he's one of the better guys in the league, at least reputationally. Um, Byron Pringle, same kind of thing, where like he's got some special teams value, and he obviously knows the offense. And you know, if all of a sudden someone goes down, and you need someone who knows the offense, do you trust the undrafted rookie with a little bit more upside, or do you trust the right. guy that's been with Eric Bieniemy for a couple of years and and is not going to screw up a route uh, on on a key down? And so I I put those guys on, and I think Pringle specifically has made a couple yeah. of plays that tend, tends to warrant sure. it more. Um, but the question becomes like, how much do you value know how? How much do you value teams versus the upside? And also, you get into questions of you know, can I get that guy through to the practice squad? And for you know guys that were undrafted free agents, you think that's probably not going to be a problem, right? And I think uh, I'm glad you brought up Pringle because he's a guy that has definitely flashed. And I think he, he if I had to say the the best receivers from camp. <clears throat> in terms of production, you know, obviously Terry's going to make the team. Curtis is going to make the team. But Jahan's been very productive. Um, Dax has been very productive. Diami's been very productive. And then I think it's Pringle is the next guy, right? So, like, to me, if I was going to just offer receiver play, those are the guys that I'm selecting. And I think um, Tate is – no, Kemp is probably outside looking in, um, at least as of right now, and things can change. And I also think partially because of how good the young tight ends have done – I think those guys are kind of essentially big wide receivers that right. kind of has have a similar skill set to him. And so if you're trying to save a roster spot, that gives you some flexibility in terms of manipulating defensive from a personnel standpoint, maybe. But, you know, obviously, like I said, you know, Curtis, for how good is he's looked in certain situations, hasn't been finishing the plays. And I will say Kemp, when he gets the ball thrown to him, he's he's got a little bit more um, – I hate this expression, but a little more dog to him when the ball's in the air. Like he's just a guy who's played NFL football, you know, and he understands like there's an urgency when the ball's in the air to, to make that to make that play. So um, I can see them going that that way if they if they wanted to or if they had to. So, um, but right now the the best six in my opinion are Pringle, uh, Milne, um, Diami, and then the top three, obviously. So, yeah, Am I forgetting somebody. I no, no. Yeah. I mean, Tremaine's made plays. Samples made plays. Like, there's been guys who have made plays that are farther down. It's just hard to justify that over guys who have NFL special teams experience. Um, and I or think, like a guy like Milne who brings in that that savvy, savvy and has made some catches, you know, in big spots before. I don't know. Milne, Milne to me is uh, – It's tough, is, but he's, he's yeah. been so productive. Like, it's crazy. Has, like, but, like, do you, you remember – I don't even know if you were covering the team at the time. No, you weren't. You were still playing and you were elsewhere. Trey Quinn. Um, was a guy who was here like he was awesome in camp because he had really precise route running ability and he's super smart and Jay loved him and then he get out there in games and it was just a little bit too fast and like yeah I feel like Milne is that guy but I also feel like right now at least what I've seen from him he's taken like a he's matured a little bit as a route runner like this Mm -hmm. offense fits him better than the last offense which was like very vertically based Here, I feel like he can use some of his savvy, find the space. Um, But I'm glad you mentioned Bryson Tremaine. Like, he played gunner in college, you know, and I know if you show some stuff as a gunner, like, like that's a really good way to make it. they need one because Cam Sims is is gone. And I don't think – and I think Sample will probably get an opportunity to play gunner. He's been a little bit more productive than Bryson Tremaine. Like, he's kind of playing with the twos a little bit more. But I do think that um, those guys, because of that gunner ability – Maybe you sneak in as a seventh guy. It seems unlikely, but maybe, you know, yeah. like just once well, also like we mentioned Casimir Allen, like yeah, he's, Allen, he's flashing a little bit. Yeah. Too, does so. Allen take Milne's spot because he's more explosive as a punt returner? Like these yeah. are the, yeah, these are the things that we'll obviously be talking about as we go down. Um, 
I want to circle back to Terry real quick. Um, A couple of us were joking on the sideline the other day uh, at practice after Terry made the big play. And it's like, oh, there's Terry. Haven't really heard a lot from him, but of course there he is. He just shows up, makes a big play. And last year, last couple of years, it's kind of like, oh, the commanders are down. And whoever it was said like, you know, announcer in the third quarter goes, oh, the commanders are down 17, nothing. They need a big play. Oh, there's McLaurin, his first catch of the day. And it's like, how many times have we heard that? And then you just go, why can't this guy get the ball more? And are, are you at all concerned that that is going to happen again? Or is this just the nature of camp and, you know, too early to even sniff around that being a a thought. Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. It's not just a podcast. It's the 25th hour of your day, your weekly source for all things commanders, right on time, your time. A list of household chores. Do them without missing a beat and listen while you work. In the car, turn mundane drives into memorable moments. With podcasts, you can maximize productivity and minimize FOMO. We're on demand, so we fit perfectly into your schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I mean, that's something I've been kicking around a little bit. I think, um, you know, Terry is is a good football player. I'm not trying to, to besmirch Terry or anything like that. But I do think in terms of route running nuance, like this offense seems to favor guys who are very nuanced route runners. And what I mean by that is <clears throat> you're talking about guys who – understand how to work stems, work different velocities of the route, work double sticks at the top. And I think Terry is a guy who runs every route very, very hard. And that's not always the best way to create separation and, and get open, especially in this offense. So I think there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve for him with regards to like how he can mature in a, in a different offense. And I think he's perfectly capable of doing that. But um, I think they're going to find ways to get him touches. I think he's got to challenge himself to get better. And I think he will. Mm-hmm. Um but sure. I, I think I think there's a reason why you see Jahan being getting more targets, more effective targets in this offense as of right now, because he's a little bit more diverse in terms of his route is his route tree and route running skill set. If does does that make sense? What I'm saying? Hundred percent. And yeah. it's something where Terry's very open to being coached. He's ta- yeah. he's talked about that with EB, and we saw it. Um, the practice we we've referenced this on the pod. I referenced yeah. it on the radio show. There was a play where he he actually made the catch on Forbes, but it was way harder than it needed to be because the route wasn't run super precisely. And yeah. EB called him over and was like, "Hey, man, this this is how you make that better. How you make that easier. And if it's not a diving catch and you get to catch it standing up, maybe you get to." run downfield and you know use yeah. your, your after the after the catch skills um we did see the one reverse um to him already which yeah. we know is going to be a part of this offense and you know anyone who's watched kansas city knows that they'll they'll get the ball to anybody anyway anytime as long as they're dangerous so uh, that's not exactly giving away a schematic advantage so at some point <laughs> at some point they're going to get the ball to terry as quickly as possible yeah, and right. try to run um you know how who knows but we'll see um but i, I do think that's the kind of thing where that's the test for Terry this year is like, can you, can you take that next step as a receiver um, and, and have that nuanced ability, learn to slow it down so that you can speed it up uh, all the things that Jahan kind of has a, a natural ability to do. Yeah. Um, anything else on the DBs you want to hit on before we get Gosh, out of here? I mean, that should be like a whole thing. Um, yeah, I know it's, <laughs> it's hard to, I'm sorry to do this to you at the end. Cause they've been awesome. I, yeah, I think that's the overarching good. thing. Like the, the, yeah. the defensive backs have been so, so, so good all across the board they're rotating them a ton yeah. and it seems like no matter who's playing where they're all good yeah i think that's that's a fair analysis especially that first group they've just done a really nice job and I, in first group i'm going to put Quan in there because he gets some rotational stuff in there but if there's one guy that i just want to highlight it's uh it's camp curl 
uh, because I think he uh, he seems to be kind of getting his hands on the football a little bit more, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's Had another pick today that he has not done as well. Like he's a good football player. Like you know, we I got Cam Curl pajamas. You know, he's 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 on my <laughs> wall. You know, like the poster of him or whatever. Uh, but he's never he's never been like a turnover guy. Yep. And so I think if he's going to get national recognition, if he's going to get paid for him to come out and kind of show already that he's seeing the ball, he's taking a little bit more risks, he's being a little bit more dynamic, they're they're getting him out of that box role a little bit into that post role, um, seemingly, you know, like, and again, he does everything. So it's hard to know if that's just on the day or if that's something that's longitudinal going to be going on. But he's a guy that I think deserves a ton of credit. Like he's just, he's made, I think that's his third interception to training camp. So Um, he had one and seven on seven against, uh, a couple days ago, maybe the second, maybe I'm counting the fourth. I think it's the second, but right. But yeah, he's just doing a really nice job. So, so kudos to him and, um, you know, the whole group in general, but I think Cam deserves a little bit of a shout out. I'll, I'll shout out BSJ. Um, he's played inside, he's played outside and he's been great. Great. Um, hasn't really given up anything. He's consistently gotten his hands on like, you know, not, not necessarily picks, but like he's knocked down a couple balls. Like he's, he's had a really good camp and had and kind of varied coverages and understanding his length and you can see a maturity there. Yeah. I definitely BSJ deserves a shout out for sure. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how they use him because Kendall has been good. Ford has been good. Um, and he was so good last year. Um, but here we are. Uh, we'll see what they do. And sometimes, unfortunately, knock on wood, I can't believe I'm even saying this out loud because now people are going to get mad at me if it happens. But sometimes these things sort themselves out because injuries happen, you know, whatever, whatever happened. I mean, look, I, I mean, I just, I've been around this team long enough that there's been like this question at corner before and you know, this guy gets hurt and now it's like, Oh, well now we know how we're going to line it up. Um, right. So it's, it's good to see. The positive is it's good to see that all these guys are super flexible and what they can do. They're all excelling at every position because it seems like they'll be ready for anything barring something crazy, crazy happening. Sure. Um, and that's, that's what you want to see this time of year. And then hopefully they have tough decisions to make because everyone's healthy and available and uh, they just got to figure out how to line it up. And if you're one of those guys who came in for DB only content, I guess we'll talk about them on Wednesday in more detail. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, I will say something too interesting. People should check out my interview with Kendall Fuller um, from after practice the other day. And something that Kendall talked about that just shows the intelligence of this group. I asked him, I was like, do you have to pay attention to who's next to you? Right. Cause you're, you know, you got all these pieces moving around. You pretty much stayed outside, but it seems like every other down, someone new is in the slot. Someone new is playing safety. He's like, yeah, for sure. Because Mm -hmm. they've all got different tendencies. They all play different ways. He mentioned Jeremy Reeves is like a guy that sees the game very similar to him, but they don't actually get a lot of reps together. Mm -hmm. So it it was, it was super interesting to listen to Kendall talk about that. And, you know, you want to make things as simple as possible for your guys defensively, but because this group is made of such smart football players, and they can all seemingly play off each other. It, it's going to be fun to watch them mix and match personnel because if they can handle all the different you know nuances of playing with each other, but quarterbacks uh, and receivers going against them don't really understand how a coverage might be played a little different. Like that's a huge advantage just based on sure. personnel uh, when we get into the season. All right, uh, that is the show for today. Our last show without pads. Next time, Logan and I will be wearing shoulder pads on the podcast. Uh, no, practice practice starts on Tuesday with pads. Uh, so we'll have definitely a review of kind of how the O-line, D-line uh, dynamic shifts. Uh, we can definitely talk about the DBs more at length later this week. Um, 
other than that, I know, I don't know exactly who I'm talking to, but the PR staff has told me I've had a, I'll have a, a nice sit down interview with someone tomorrow mm-hmm. at camp. So uh, make sure that you are stay, not just subscribed here to take command, but to the Hoffman show podcast feed for that, or just, you know, check us out live on the radio four to seven each and every day on the team nine eighty. And Logan and I'll be back with more content tomorrow and then full episode on Wednesday. Uh, that's it. And that's all for this edition of take command. And we'll see you then and there wherever it is that you choose to pick up our voices from all the zillion places I just said. (laughs) 